when you take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. Time for you to leave. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Asian Action Cast. I'm your host, Sam. Hello, everyone. And tonight, coming at you, super hot, super fast. We've got Mikey. Hello. And Nathan. Howdy. Everyone having a good time? I'm having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, this is a bit of an experiment podcast, this one. This is our first asynchronous podcast. Yeah, it was a bit asynchronous. A super asynchronous uh, because of our family and time commitments. We've had to split up. The, the watching duty, so I've had to watch this movie separate to you in my isolation chamber. Uh, is that your living room? Uh, that, that was actually in my bed watching an iPad. Oh, the, the best watching experience. <laughs> that's right, that's right. So that's, I could, how, that's how people want you to watch films, is <laughs> on a little 11-inch screen. Immerse myself fully. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, and, and really have all of those reactions. You know, like when we watch a movie and the collective, oh, snap. Yeah, none of that was happening. But in my head, I was like, that's an oh-snap moment. That's an oh-snap moment. But my wife is sleeping next to me, so I should be quiet. Yeah, that's right. I can't, I can't breathe too heavily. Uh, so, yes, I, I had a, a far different experience than what you gentlemen probably had. I'm sure you uh, reveled together in the, uh, the, the thrills and the spills. So, what did we watch? Uh, well, well, what did you watch and what did I watch? Separately? Triple Threat. Triple Threat. Triple Threat. This movie uh, came out... When did it come out? Like last year? No, this year. came out this year. I think it was this year. Uh, yeah, and it was... It's starring... So, get this, right? It's starring an all-star cast. All-star cast. Uh, we got Tony Jaa. We got uh, Tiger Chen, who's made famous from Man of Tai Chi fighting Keanu Reeves. We've got uh, Iko Uwais from The Raid and uh, Wu Assassins. So, right there, you know, the top three brown fighters... In the world right now, probably action film stars, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and to top that off, not just these guys, but you've got Michael J. White, who's probably one of the best B action movie stars around. You've got the king of the B martial arts movie stars. Uh, what's his name? Aitken. Scott Adkins. Yeah, Adkins. Yeah, terrible actor, but an oh, incredible fighter. Incredible fighter. Um, and then they've also got uh, this other guy. What's his name? Uh, the British guy Bisping. I don't know what his name is. Who cares? Uh, it doesn't matter. Important. Michael Bisping. And there's uh, also like a couple of other guys who are like their crew, but they get wasted pretty Random quick. thug. You know what's funny when I was watching this? I was like, those three big headline American or British guys, and you got the three brown guys, and I was like, they're going to fight each other. Yeah, of course they are. It's triple threat. It's yeah. name. It better not be. It better, I was like, they better not waste my time and not have them fight each other. Yeah. And they they, they still disappointed. Yeah, they kind of do. They kind of do. I think we'll um, put it out there straight up, though, that... This is a co-production, so it's yeah, we didn't part Asian, at the time. Part, part American produced. There's enough money in it. I don't feel bad it. about it. There's enough Asian-ness in there. No, enough Asian money in this. I think it was filmed in Thailand. Yeah, it wasn't yes. shot in, in, in America. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it used a lot of Asian money, so... Hey, the world's evolving, you know? No, nothing's really black or white anymore, you know? One podcast, two nations. No. No? Yeah, maybe. Okay, no. maybe. Getting political here. Yeah, let's move uh, on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, so, um, Triple Threat uh, opens up like a, a, woo, a John Woo film. Remember that John Woo film that we saw? Hero yeah. Shed No Tears? Yeah, it also it reminded Michael of Predator. Oh, yeah. No, well, that's why I thought Christian dun, dun, would dun, like dun, dun, it. Dun, dun. 
Yeah, all it needed was a dinner. No, 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 no. Yeah, Michael J. White needs to have a shorter sleeved shirt and have like an arm wrestle, a midair arm wrestle with somebody. Yeah. Yeah, because they're walking through the, the jungle. The stupid guy carrying the heavy machine gun. I really appreciated it, the though. tracker. Just like... And the thing is, they don't really know. You don't know what these guys are up to. Well, you kind of do because it says that they're, they're going to, they say, MI6, like, safe house or something. or like. So, you know they're doing something nefarious. Are they, though? Because the the point is that you've got uh, Paiyu, which is Tony Jaa's character, and Long Fei, who's uh, Tiny, Tiger Chen's character. And they're supposed to be, they, they believe they're on a humanitarian mission. Yeah. Yeah, but as soon as it said at the bottom, MI6 camp, I was like... But that's the British intelligence service, <laughs> what, and yeah. they're obviously working with the locals, so you would have to think that they're doing something nefarious. I actually thought the other way. I thought that the British guy was a bad guy, like he was a corrupt official or something. Well, there were, let's be fair. There were a bunch of, like, villages in the, in the pit. Yeah. But, you know, they could have been terrorists. You they could know. Been. They could be poor terrorists, or they could have been terrorists that were caught a long time ago. Yeah, or they could have been, like... In one of those towns along the border in that other movie that we watched on Netflix not that long ago? Uh, the Night Comes for Us. The Night Comes for Us. Yeah. There. Maybe they were just in one of those wrong place, wrong time situations. Mm, that was a far superior film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not bring a far superior film into this film. Uh, uh, you know what surprised me, though? Is they're, they're, in, they're in Thailand? Yeah, is that it's right? filmed in Thailand. And there's, a, there's an Indonesian mercenary gang yeah. in Thailand. Yeah. This, to me, this is like uh, multiculturalism, the movie. This is yeah, like a and, Benetton and ad. And later on, like, one of them, one of the bad guys says, oh, yeah, we killed a bunch of Indonesians who were working security at, like, yeah. this place. Aha, uh-huh. were they your people? And he's like, you know it is. Yeah, but, yeah. You know. well, you must, I do like the fact, though, before he started ripping into the Indonesians, he was like, what are you, Cambodian, Vietnamese? As if, though, like, if any, he chose any of those, if he said Cambodian, he'd be like, yeah, we ripped into a Cambodian, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's the yeah. same story. Yeah. He's like, I'm Canadian. We lived into a Canadian village. Not I think longer. the point he That's said was... That's pretty racist. If you, check my, if you check my passport, I'm Australian, mate. <laughs> he did also say to Eko, like, you're a bit tall. And I was like, hang on a minute. Eko's like the shortest of those three. Yes, he <laughs> to is. To say that, are you a bit tall? Yeah. I, I will say, though, I, we'll, we'll get to this later. But we'll get to this later. We'll set it up. So we've got uh, Paiyu and Longfei. And Devereaux is uh, Michael J. White's character. And uh, they're, they're breezing through this thing, right? They shoot up a whole bunch of people yeah, with machine guns. Yeah, I have to admit, I was excited when I saw, oh my God, they're going to shoot the hell out of this place. And then I realized no one bothered to even try and do any kind of gun choreography. They just no. shoot at things. Yeah, no, it's not like, no gun food. I don't, I don't necessarily even mean gun food. It's not even shot in an exciting way, though. Yeah, like, yeah. It's very A lot flat. of the action in this stand film in, is very flat. Stand in front of that building and just fire. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And, like, they're impervious to bullets. Yeah. yeah. Well, the people who are supposed to be are impervious. Yeah. The Indonesian people are just getting mowed down. Oh, yeah. Bullets don't affect the bad guys, but they do affect the good guys. Yeah. They do set up. I like how they, well, um, a lot of the time, they set up. named guys, I should say. We don't yeah, the mooks. Yeah, the mooks. Funnily enough, there's a character in this film called Mook. Yeah. Um, I, I did like how they set up a fight. I think it was between Tiger Chen and um, Iko. Yeah. Uwe's. And they have, like, a little bit of a fight. It's not much of a fight. Yeah. But then Devereaux, like, throws a grenade or something at him, right? Um, I think it's that it's chick the- with the ex- grenade launcher. Oh, yeah. Mook. It's- yeah. Yeah, Mook. yeah, her name's Mook, I think. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. She fires well, a grenade a into Mook, the so. building next to them and it blows up. I thought it was, like, a racial slur, but apparently not. Um, it kind of blows up and separates them. Yep. Um, and this at this point in time, we're also shown that... Um, What's his face? 
the hero, Echo? yeah, Echo has been yeah. shot. Yeah. Apparently, in most movies, a shot to the arm does nothing, but in this movie, it's like his Achilles heel. Oh, well, it normally does not. In this film, it only does something then. Oh, and in the fight later on. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he does see his wife get mowed down, though. Yeah, and he's very sad about it. Yeah. And I loved, I loved the, how they go. We'll burn this village to the ground. So let, we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. So, <laughs> so they kill pretty much everybody in this village, and these guys go into this. Like headquarters and goes, where's our blah blah blah? And they go, he's in the south. We found him. He's in the south. And they go to this pit. Yeah, and it's filled with the prisoner pit. Yeah, and it's, it's filled is, with Scott Adkins. Yeah, <laughs> and at this point, you know these guys are bad guys, not good guys. Definitely a hundred percent because they just start sh- randomly just shooting random people, yeah. and then they get their dude out who's wearing like a like a Hannibal oh, man like in the, the iron mask. mask. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, oh, he must bite people a lot, and he. They take it off and he's all got a beard and he looks all fucked up, but he's got perfect teeth. Yeah, exactly. And he is way ripped for somebody that is a prisoner of war. Like yeah. they would, I suppose they were just feeding him protein. Yeah, protein. Yeah. Maybe he was just constantly just eating crickets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's high protein level. High protein level. Um, but at the same time, we don't actually know how long he was in there. Uh, he looked like he'd been in there for a while because he said he smelled like shit. And doesn't take long to smell like shit. Yeah, but his hair is all his hair was all dreaded up and it was really long. Yeah, maybe he just rolls that way. Maybe. Maybe he likes to go surfing. Maybe he's like, bruh, when I'm not killing people, I need the Shaka Khan. <laughs> he just missed the reggae man. Yeah. He decides to be clean cut after this incident. Yeah, he's like, oh, man, I, I just I can't go without my waves and my, my, my bud. Yeah. That was just his, you know, long weekend. He likes to grow it out on a long weekend. Yeah. Yeah, so so they rescue him, and then we know these guys are definitely bad. He's got like a five o'clock beard. It's not even a shadow. <laughs> no, it's a beard. Sorry, go on, go on. We yes. can keep no. This is yeah. the, this is the podcast. Yeah. We can keep riffing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, they um they go oh kill everybody, so we'll, we'll decimate this whole place. But they don't decimate it well enough to actually decimate it. Or actually walk around killing everyone. They don't kill everyone. They no. just kind of they but they burn one hut and then they leave, like uh, they, yes. and they set some explosives, but. Obviously, those explosives weren't that powerful because the dude's able to bury his wife, pretty much the whole village. True. That's, yeah. They're very true, yes. Yeah, but everybody's dead, and he was out of the building. Yeah, but there's many buildings, and they said they needed to torch the place to cover up the evidence. Ah, they probably couldn't afford that many explosives. Oh, man, it, was just, it just really annoyed me. I was like, wow, you guys, are, you guys are supposed to be like the tactical whatevers, but you just kind of like did uh, nothing. What, later on in the film, these guys never ever prove that they are the elite squad that they think they are. Yeah, They make true. terrible decision after terrible decision. <laughs> they do. So, <laughs> they're like Victor and Hugo, bunglers in crime. So but, we, follow, we, follow, uh, we follow our hero at this point and he's burying all the dead. Yes. Do we, can I, I don't remember his actual name from the movie. What's his it? name is Jaka because I Jaka. thought of Jakarta is Indonesia. Jaka. But the, the whole purpose of that village plot thing was to set up that Jaka saw the faces of um, the two guys. The trackers. Yeah, Longfei and um, uh, what's his name? Payu. Tony Jar and Tiger the, the Chen. The two Asians but not the female Asian. Uh, what's his wife doing in that village anyway? Man. It's a mercenary village. She's probably gangster as fuck. She's the only woman there, apparently. You don't know that. Uh, well, there weren't any other women being buried. Well, in one of the other, like, exposition scenes, he does say, I shouldn't have brought you with me, but I wanted to have you by my side. Blah, 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 blah. That is a bad decision, Eco. I assume, I assume it's equal opportunity. I assume they grew up in the same rough streets and were badass, but she happened to get shot bad. Yeah, she wanted gender equality and she got yeah. it? Yeah, she got it. Yeah, all right. Uh, so, at this point, he's buried them, and he's like, I'm going to go get revenge. 
So he goes and gets revenge. And interspersed with this, there's a couple of phone calls and a lady's trying to like give away her fortune just to stop the criminal we'll, we'll set it, We'll set this up because it's not I, can't, really important. I can't be fucked explaining it later. Basically, there is a million-dollar heiress who has just come into money and she wants to donate her family fortune to charity. And there Specifically are, in this town where her father comes from yeah. to like, take care of poverty and stuff. Yes. Um, and, and essentially, there are a lot of gangster groups that don't want her to do this. It's never really understood why. Yeah, why? I don't know. I don't know. She didn't say she's going to br- bring about a military junta. She says she's, she's probably just going to make after school clubs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's she's very she's very altruistic. You know, you know what can really waste a billion dollar like like fortune? Bureaucracy and middle management. Hell yeah, that won't go very far. Those bank fees, they're rising. <laughs> but the thing is, I understand that Scott Adkins was broken out. To uh, as a as a an asset to take care of this, yeah, like to and she, he was brought on because his crew's gonna kill yeah. this lady because he's so good that he escaped being captured by this Indonesian. Wait, no, he did get captured. So he's shit. They should have just got Devereaux to do this was job. Was captured by MI6 though? MI6? Oh, was it MI6? I don't know. So it was their I, camp. I actually explain that. It's an MI6 camp, but yeah. it's like filled with Indonesian mercenaries. Yeah, yeah well, I, they don't have like a whole bunch of white guys sitting in the jungle anymore, do they? They only have one they white guy. The, they hire the locals and then they hire mercenaries cheap from the area. You should never outsource that kind of work. No, that's right. You can bring that in-house, pays man. the monies. Bring that in-house. Yep. So, that's what happens to black sites, I guess. Uh, and so, he f- tracks him down in the city. Uh, he finds out, yeah, that they're, uh, they're participating in an illegal underground boxing match. Yep, and it opens, as these things always do, it looks sweaty, it's gross. You've got our other guy, P. Pai- Paiu. Paiu. Tony Ja. Tony Ja, who's um, he's throwing fists in the ring against a guy. And, you know, I do like this fight because he doesn't instantly win. You expect the hero in these things to instantly win against these kinds of things. Yeah. He actually gets thrown around a bit. He's taking some lumps, and... I always say this, whenever a stunt man is doing stunts with like no clothes on, yep. it, it's going to hurt. It looks good. It looks great. And I have to say, I'll say it now, Tony Jaa, Tiger Chan, and Iko Uwais, fucking 2000s fit in this film. They're stripped, strapped down, they are like got no clothes on down to their, their waist, and they're all rocking six packs. No, no, no. Do we actually see... Yeah, Eco Tiger Chan. fights Tiger. Oh, Eco. Oh, yeah, they both have no clothes on. Well, Eco's burying his wife and he's shirtless oh, okay. and he's pretty ripped. I just remember later on he's in a jacket pretty much the whole time. Well, maybe he only worked out for that one day, you know? Yeah. He got ready and then he shot the rest of the film. You only need an established shot of six packs once. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Even even the big guys, like the big like foreign dudes, yeah. the foreign devils. Yeah. They look pretty big. Like they look fucking like bricks. The protein pals? Yeah. They're all massive. But none of them take their shirts off. No, they don't. Yeah. One thing I do say, though, Michael J. White has really stacked on the pounds. He's he, always been big. No. But, but not like... not. He he does not... Yeah. He looks fat. Yeah. He still moves like okay. He my fucking head off. Oh, he, shit, he yeah. probably could. But when you Absolutely. put him next to Eco Ways, I mean... Oh, yeah, but... But he's a big six-foot yeah. man versus, like, you know... Eco, who's like what five foot six, five foot seven? Oh yeah, I wouldn't even yeah, I wouldn't even think that much. What always amazes me is seeing Scott Adkins, who's a pretty big, beefy, brawny Look guy. Kind right? of life in comparison to a couple of dudes around him. He's just agile as fuck. Yeah. He just spin around. Anyway, we'll get to that later. So they um he finds him and he watches as uh, Tony Jaa kicks the shit out of this one dude. They're kind of doing uh, him and Tiger Chan are doing this kind of um, gambling. Yeah, uh, they're I don't know. betting on themselves in yeah, the ring to yeah. make money. Yeah. yeah, which is the good thing. They could have done it the other way. 
began, oh, yeah, like taking a dive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Much easier than be aware that that's going to happen. I guess that's not cheating and then technically is it gambling? You're betting on yourself but you're betting It's an illegal right? gambling den. I don't think they it's have care about cheating. Yeah, they've got rules. Hey, you can't do this. I'm sure someone doesn't like it. Yeah. Tony Jar's kind of losing but then he kind of comes back he up. He beats and... the shit out of that guy eventually. Well, Gets no... a couple of good elbows in, jump elbows. Those look painful, man. Like hopping an elbow to the top of your head. I also think to myself as he's doing it, man, you better be right on the money or you're going to hurt your funny bone. Oh, you're just going to be... Just gonna be <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah, God damn. That's the one thing that I always thought about Muay Thai is like you, uh, you want to look after your joints and Muay Thai is all about like placing your joints in dangerous positions and using them to attack. Yeah. It's kind of like attacking somebody's fist with your face. Sometimes it works. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> A lot of icing afterwards. Tony yeah. Jar must just bathe in ice. Yeah, yeah probably. Uh, so, the first fight's over, and then the second fight starts, and it's Tiger, Tiger versus... Uh, e- Eco pays um, money to... Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jacker. Pays he bribes, money, his, way he bribes the his way to be the opponent. I don't know how you bribe your way into these things, because... Well, you just put money on the guy's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, he, like you said, it's a legal gambling ring. Yeah, and then he loses badly. Tiger? No. Oh, Eco. Eco loses. Yeah. Jacker loses like a piece of shit, straight yeah. away. It's weird, like, it, they start off like he's fighting pretty good, and then... Tiger like just kicks out and, and beats the shit out of him. Tiger uses a lot. I mean, he's doing essentially like Tai Chi, but he's got like these these uh, what would you call them like stances? It's, it's that he more gets wushu. Yeah, wushu. He's not doing like Wing Chun shit. He's not doing like centerline bullshit. He's doing no. a lot of like flowy movements. Yeah, the thing I re- actually I have to say he's probably the things that happen in this film. I do like the elbows and knees and the like the the Thai boxing and the silat sort of yeah, stuff yeah. but the stuff that he does where he just uses the environment yes. way more like someone will throw him up against a wall and he'll just decide to run up the wall instead yes. he, he'll, he'll, he'll change his direction depending and he does a lot of the stuff where one of the big dudes will grab him yeah. and try and throw him and, and he'll just sort of like go with it instead. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. he'll go with it instead yeah. and just be like oh no I'm, I've got my stance again I don't really care about yeah. you trying to throw me because yeah you're not going to believe that he's going to overpower a guy who's like no. two feet taller than him yeah. no and he doesn't he doesn't do it in the way that the other guys are doing it in which they sort of they take it and then they roll and they they, they flip the other guy yeah he never overpowers him but he just sort of is in the right spot at the end it's, it's like, it is very Tai Chi-esque in that way I think they took a lot of time to separate the fighting styles of all three of the main guys because mm-hmm. um, obviously uh, what's his name Eko's using is it Pencat Silat yeah and um, Tiger Chen's using whatever like Tai Chi yeah. and um, but you know Tony Ja he well, I guess he is doing kickboxing for the most part he does a lot of, he does a lot of jumpy kick shit too yeah, the, yeah you, can't, like ta- you can't get away from that anymore like you have to have some of that in a yeah like, like he's this. doing flashy taekwondo moves yeah. but anyway so yeah so Tiger Chen beats the shit out of um, Eko and you think Eko with his righteous anger was going to win even though he's got an arm wound and yeah, we but forgot that's... to say that he like grabs him by the throat at one point and says, I'm going to kill you. And so I don't understand why this doesn't kill him when he has him by the throat. That's the best time to kill someone is when you have that throat. Eko threatens people throughout this whole film and does nothing. Yeah, I know. He's shit. Yeah. He's, he's actually very disappointing. Yeah, he just wants to kill people, but he has so many opportunities to do it and he never does. Yeah, well, um, at the end of it, when he's got the shit kicked out of him, um, Tiger and, and uh, Tony look at each other and go, oh, that's that guy from the village. Let's take him home with us. So they take him home and give him food like a stray dog. I kind of liked it. I, I thought it was kind of cool that they did that. It's very it's very shit in the way that like, we've got to get all these people together. They're the heroes. This movie's about them being the heroes. 
Let's get them all together, and then you find out. Oh no, we wanted to do it as a humanitarian thing. It was all a big. They, they lied to us, and then then they, they tried to kill us, and so then they show another flashback where they get double crossed at the end and thrown into the pit before they try and blow it up. But they just managed to get out and escape before it blows up. They don't just. They get like fifteen thousand people out of it. Yeah, them. that's right. <laughs> Everybody got just to prove that they're good guys. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it makes them it makes them out to be too good. Yeah, you know, like they're too righteous. Yeah. That's my problem with it, too. Yeah. They seem like real good Samaritans this whole film, actually. Yeah. Really, really good Samaritans, even though they're apparently like soldiers of They went into the village to kill people. Yeah. (laughs) I don't care if you're humanitarian. You don't just go kill people. Yeah. They feel like the stupid people as well in the movie because, like... They're a bit dopey. They're a bit bit, um, trusting. They trusted the bad guys in the first place. Then they trust Eco immediately. And they trust that lady the whole time. And the lady, Yeah. uh, I'm like... Really, you, he just said he's going to kill you, and then you just feed him some food and pat him on the head, and now he's all on your side. I think that they also feel bad that they, you know, they're responsible for his wife's death. A little yeah, bit, but they don't actually look ever responsible. That's the other thing. I'm gonna un, un, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to say, the acting is so bad in this movie. Like, I was expecting I, it to be much worse. <laughs> I, I didn't believe anyone when they said anything. I, I honestly thought it was going to be way worse than it was, and I was pleasantly surprised. Really? Yes. And also, the English was way better than I was expecting. <laughs> well, it to be. The, the, most of the movie is in English. It has to be because there's people who can't speak. You know, like they cross. Between. They actually do that multicultural thing that they do with some of these movies where they're cross-produced, where the Chinese people speak in Chinese to each other, and then they cross over in English to different things, and then. Um, some of the others speaking like Thai at one point. Well, yeah. if you think about like, especially just our three heroes, they're from three different nations. Yeah. Yes. They may and um, so China, like so. I'm, I'm, you can hate it all you want, international people, but English is the lingua franca. Like the go, French language. Yeah, you know, well, yeah, yeah. that was Latin, I think. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, French language. But it, yeah, it's like the ling- language that's used most places. Like, if you're going to learn a second language, the in between, are, yeah, they do all speak English. That, that's, Even probably, if yeah, broken maybe, but yes. Tony Jaa's English is way better than I thought it would be. Yeah, it was good. Tiger Chen's English is actually pretty good. Well, he he moved to America and lived in America for three years. Oh, did he? Well, yeah, yeah pretty good. I fucking hate his bowl haircut though. Oh man, oh, as, as I said, so terrible. he looks like if you put a little bit of pointy ears on him, he's a goddamn Romulan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 the eyebrows as well. Oh. He has the bad eyebrows. He has the bad hair. He's, he looks like a Romulan. A Romulan, not a Vulcan. He's a Romulan. Yeah, and yeah. he looks like yeah, a Romulan. Yeah, right. He looks like a Romulan, yeah, yeah. and or he looks like one of the the weird alien dudes from Galaxy Quest. Uh, <laughs> what the idiots? <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 the yeah. alien people. Oh, he's that, that crazy baller. Oh, no, What's up, Tiger Chen? What's up with your hair, man? I don't know. It's I don't bad. know. Bad. It's very bad. Yeah, you're looking sweet, but that fucking haircut. Woo. God damn. So, they wake up in the morning and... Oh, because Uko has, like, plied them with alcohol, but he's yeah. not drinking. No. And so, they're fucking wasted. Yeah. So, he escapes. Well, he doesn't escape. He, they wake up and he's not there. And then the police come and raid their He place. calls the cops on him, yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is... I actually thought this was kind of smart. Uh, it, it's... Yes, it is smart. It's a funny thing, because he has moments of smartness, Eko, and other other idiot decisions that he makes, and... I was just so disappointed throughout this entire movie how he's not like the crazy badass fighter. So it kind of tries to make out like he's smart and plans things, but he just can't back up anything. That yeah, he, he doesn't to follow do. through with anything. Yeah. No. And the thing is that like 
I understand his righteous anger and his vengeful hatred. Like he's not going to kill people with... Like he says, I'm going to kill them with my bare hands. The thing is, he loses every fist fight he's in. <sighs> he only... He, he loses every... I'm not kidding. Every fist fight he is in in this film, he loses. That's terrible. I'll, I'll trust your facts. I haven't checked. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm, a, I'm 100% right. Yeah. The only yeah. ones he wins are the gunfights and yeah. accidental death, yeah. which doesn't count. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's eco. Uh, to be honest with you, I actually think this is probably Tony Jaa's film. Oh, he's, yeah, he's yeah. the first name that comes up. Oh, is it? He's the yeah. uh, top top bill. Top bill. Okay, yeah. all right. And it's filmed in Thailand. Now you're right in that this decision of Eco to frame them and to draw he out didn't the frame bag- them. He just called the police on people who did exactly what they did. Oh, okay, so he didn't frame them. They actually did what they did. <laughs> uh, but it's smart. It's actually, it's actually what someone should do if their wife is killed. Yeah, well, is yes. call the police. Yes, I found the people who killed my wife. I've called the police. They've been arrested. If that was the end of the movie, guess what? He goes well, when, to court. He he's didn't a do. It, he didn't do it on the the killed part. He did it on the illegal gambling and fighting ring part. Really? Yeah, because when they... Why would they send so many fucking people then? Or when... Well, yeah, that's a very good point. Don't worry about it. True. I totally thought he called them in on no, the... No, it wasn't. Done. No, no, it was for illegal. Because that's what they mentioned that's in what the That's when they're doing the, the, the um, yeah, interrogation. That's what they're talking about. So I, why are there also like 17 people in the interrogation room if it's just for... Oh, oh because he was being a smartass. Oh, okay. There was only one guy. And then Tony Jaa's like, hang on, are you, are you telling me that I did this shit? Or are you asking me if I did this shit? And the cops like smack him in the head and just going, shut the fuck up. And he gets his other mates and right, Tony Jaa's being a smartass. Oh, fair enough. Okay. I actually really like Tony Jaa's character in this film. It's not bad. Yeah. So they get arrested and they're taken to the prison. Well, the, actually, it's, it's actually just a police station. Yeah, it's a police station. Uh, during this whole time, there's this, all this other B-plot shit going on with this lady who's giving away her fortune to help this poor town. And she's at a hotel. Let's just get straight to the hotel. Yeah, let's do that. So there's this hotel and the, the, the crew that's been busted out get a phone call saying, hey, those two idiot trackers that you got, they've been captured by the police. And they're like, oh, shit, we better go kill them. But then they get another call saying, this lady's going to be at this place at this time. You better go kill her. And they're like, oh, shit, we better do that first. And they're like, let's do some both. We'll do this one and then we'll do that one. They're like, yeah. all right, that works. So they go to the hotel to kill this lady. Yeah, great. Now, if you rewind that and play that in half speed, you'll be able to understand what Nathan just said. That's right. So this is Scott. You don't, you don't really because the plot's a bit thin. It's very thin. Scott Adkins and the Protein Pals are now mercenaries for hire. They're going to go knock off this million-dollar heiress. And on the way there, they realize, shit, these two guys have been captured by the police. And they can so they ID... Get an, they get an anonymous phone call, which we assume is uh, Jacka. Uh, yes. Now, I don't understand why they care that they can ID them, because Scott Adkins was captured by MI6, so they probably already know who he is anyway. Yes. He seems to be the only one that cares. Um, All right. This- stop, stop pointing the plot hole out. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that you've, got to, you've just got to brush aside in this film is that authority means nothing. Like, this comes down to the two or three good guys and this mercenary team in a city for, like, two days or a day yeah. and a half. Yeah. You, know what, really you know what works better? If they just had have gone on plot B and said they're after her because... In a second, or let's just go there now. So they try to shoot up the hotel and capture her. They kill a bunch of the guards. There's a bit this of a firefight. You say, you say capture. Later on, it's all kill. Kill. They could have just killed her there. They just yeah. want to kill her. Yeah, yeah. yeah they could have killed her. Shooting the everybody. First, the first shot could have could have could have taken her out. Yeah. It it is bad, and it's one of those. They wanted to do their weird. It's one of those gunfights when like, when shoot through the streets. They stand right there. They stand. They're and deliver. standing like literally. Two car lengths apart from each other, mm-hmm. firing guns at each other. The bat, or the the good guys can't hit them broadside of a. One of them has bar. a grenade launcher. Yeah, 
They could have just blown up the car she's hiding behind. Yeah. It's not very... I, just, I, the, thought, I thought they were trying to kidnap her. I yeah, thought that, that's what I thought at first. It made any sense to me, but, I then, know. but then it's not that. And then I'm very confused. And I was confused for the rest of the film. Well, it's just the, the gun for... There's no kind of the way that they're shot is not very creative. It's just people shooting it across the road from each other. Yeah, it's not very mm. far. No, no. And the, the good guys are just taking hits left, right, and center. And the bad guys don't get hit once, I don't and think. And they're just standing there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're not even in cover. Oh, well, they're behind a car. But they're not and, ducking. And a little, a little uh, concrete, concrete bollard divider. That's it, though. And that only goes to like their waist. They're not ducking. No, they're not. The, the good guys are ducking, but yeah. they keep getting shot. Yeah, they get shot all over the place. They're obviously not elite military guys like these guys. Yeah. Obviously. So the, that makes you impervious to the million dollar heiress gets sort of shoved off to the side and go, run, run. And she runs and she manages to get on a toot toot and, and get like driven away and she, to the police station. Happens to be hey, the same police like, station. Ah, you must- <sighs> I, I, this, the way that you can't catch up with a tuck tuck. This is so stupid. The way that Adkins is, he's just like shit. All right, everything's gone to shit. All right, let's go. <laughs> and it's just like they're like a group of guys that just hop into this van. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if I'm ever gonna do like a paramilitary operation on foreign soil, I'm not gonna use a black Hyundai van. It's just not gonna be the thing that I do. <laughs> Everyone's giving Adkins shit too They're just like This whole thing's gone to shit He's like shut up <laughs> uh, And there's that one funny bit In this bit though Where like One of the dudes Just goes fucking crazy Oh yeah And the he French starts guy. killing cops Yeah The French guy He's shooting a whole bunch of cops And then he gets a knife out And he starts, starts Slicing them up Yeah It's so stupid And then the, uh, I think One of the chicks Just picks up a gun yeah, And, and unloads him, him. Yeah, yeah, the bo- yeah One of the bodyguards From the heiress Who's still alive He just stands there And takes it yeah. Yeah. And, the, and, and the rest of them Drive away And they're like Fuck shit We gotta get him And they're like Well we don't know Where she is So let's just go To the police station <laughs> Luckily to, to finish off Issue number two Yeah, yeah That's yeah. right <laughs> That's right It's like Yeah mm, It's like the, the only Tenuous list. connection and, and you're like But why do they have to kill him In the first place Eh could have killed her. Eh. Now she happens to be going to the same place where the two people are. Eh. I, I, lo- I love this. Excellent when, coincidences. When they're going to the hotel, they said, these are just rent cops They're going to disperse when we get there because we're fucking hard-ass. They get there. There's a big massive shoot-up. They lost one guy, killed a whole bunch of people. And then they're like, this is fucked. And then Scott Adkins is like, we're going to go attack the police station. And one of them goes, it's a fucking police station. He's like... They're shit cops. They're probably going to disperse when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they understand that I've come to, you know, colonize their police station? Uh, and it's a white man. They should flee and run. Uh, it's ooh. so bad. But that's how, that's how it feels a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, they, they do yeah, feel kind of... The, the way they get away with that is they've got one black guy and one Asian lady. Yes, that's right. The Asian <laughs> lady doesn't say very much. No, yeah. she, she, but she's the craziest because she's got the grenade launcher and she loves killing people. Yeah, well, you always give the biggest gun to the craziest person. That's that's the way it works. That yeah. is the rule. And actually, that, that 100% goes for this movie because the two crazy people are her and the guy with the gla- the four eyes with the glasses, the really big tall oh, dude yeah. who's got the M60. Yeah, yeah. And they are both crazy and they both die now. They're not willing to... See, this is the thing, right? You could tell that the three main the guys, the guys that got paid the most to do this film, were not going to die straight away. Well, they talked... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they had lines. <laughs> they had lines. Yeah. So they get to the police station, start shooting up the place. Um, eventually, Eco and Tony. Oh, sorry. Eco's outside waiting for them all to get there. Um, Tony and Tiger end up getting out from where they've been locked up. Well, Tiger gets out because the girl gets in and they need a, a, a Chinese interpreter. Yeah. And t- a Tiger speaks Chinese. 
So they get him out, and uh, Tony Jar is still handcuffed to the desk. But then he has a little scuffle with one of the cops and steals like a, a, a key. The key. A key. Yeah, just when the police. It was just like eh, yeah, and then they're shooting up. They're they're shooting up, killing a whole bunch of police, and they end up coming into the room where old Tony finds where Tiger and the girl are, and then they uh, one of them they obviously they're spread out throughout the compound. So M sixty um, guy comes in. Yeah. To the the room with that's right with uh, the three of them and um, I think it's Tony shoves Tiger and the girl off and says quick get away get away I'll take care of him this happens and has a, a bit lot of a fight story. so Leave they, it to they, me. they kind of split up at each time there's a fight there's so it's only really one on one kind of thing just to show off the different moves that this is the got. shit the, the glasses guy has enough time to spout some exposition and go this is my lucky day I'm like you could have just unloaded your clip on these guys and that'd be it end yeah, of story. You- your gun fires a lot of bullets per second, like a lot. You could have just sprayed the whole room. Yes. Again, this is why I keep thinking they're trying to capture the girl. Yeah. Because they're not killing her. They, they could, could have just, just kill everybody yeah, in the room. That's right. They're, they're like atypical bad guys that have to mouth off before they do anything and tell them the whole plan. <laughs> He's monologuing. Quick, get away. <laughs> <laughs> so the, one, the one thing with um, the, the Tony and, and the M60 guy fight, um, so... A few different moves, slam through the desk, slam through the wall, punch through the wall. He gets a brass knuckles out and starts fighting oh, that yeah. for a little bit. Flicks and out a little bit of a hook knife yeah, at the end yeah. of that. The, the best bit's the final move that um, Tony uses to kill the guy where he, he jumps and hooks his um, foot around the back of his neck and drags his neck down to the ground oh, to slap it. it. Yeah, breaks his oh, neck. Oh, it sounds so good. There's one stunt in this that actually when I saw it, I was like, ooh, and it's when the uh, the guy in the glasses, he grabs Tony Jaa. I presume it's Tony Jaa because he does his own stunts mostly. And he slams him into a um, like a filing cabinet. Yeah, on the corner. Oh, and I was like, oh, man. That's the that, corner. That would hurt so much. Yeah. So much. Yeah, well. uh, there's actually a couple of stunts. Um, they do it more than once, but Tony Jaa gets slammed into a desk. And just like go straight through the desk. Yeah, but that it's, desk looks it's, fake. It's, it's real fake. Yeah, desk. it was so, probably Tony Jaa. So they continue on. They so he's dead. That guy's dead. And and during this bit, he um, like Jacker comes and shoots him in the back. That's kind of how he just distracts him, and that's how uh, Tony oh. Jaa gets up on top of him. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Right, and he's like. Why'd you set me up? And he's like, I've got to kill these dudes. Yeah, he does the crazy eyes yeah, there. Yeah, he's like, I'm using you guys as bait, effectively. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay then. I gotta kill him. He does say though, like you guys go. Yeah, get out of here. They're here now. I'm gonna get him. Yeah, you're scared. And then, then the then the lady with the grenade launcher shows up. Oh, you mook. Yeah, so kids. so Eco walks off to to take out the others and comes across lady with the grenade launcher. This is an okay fight. It's Eco fighting average. a chick. Like the funny bit is is that um, she throws her like flak jacket at him essentially he's yeah, yeah, and right. it distracts him real bad yeah it, and the thing is he does win this fight but again he kills her with a grenade well he wins the fight but not really not really not not decisively it's not, not much of a fight it's no. like a few hits backwards and forwards and and he knocks her backwards yeah and he picks up the grenade launcher and she reaches and she the gun does become a pile of goo which is nice that was the gore bit that, that I was, was like, the bit that i would have been like that's a no snap moment yeah, that would be, oh! Well, because he, he's trained, he's got the grenade launcher trained on her, and she's pulling out a gun slowly. He's like, "Don't do it, man!" And I was like, "You're crazy! This is your righteous vengeance! Come on!" Yeah, that's right. I'm going. It's your righteous vengeance. You're like, "Don't do it." Why don't you just fire in the first fucking place? You're going to kill her anyway. Exactly. Does this, it matter? This movie is filled with that. This movie is like, ah, we're going to get to. It's I'll right, kill it, you in the right way. 
But that's a weird way. It makes him too good Samaritan-y. Like, you know, his, yeah. his righteous anger should overshadow anything. Yeah, exactly. He should be like Jubei from fucking Shadowhunters. <laughs> this is the other bit. Ah. Like, it does these the flashbacks with Eco like, talking to himself about his wife dying and making promises and stuff and uh, on his revenge trip. And the bit that I was like, he talks about, I'm going to do this now and then I'll live a peaceful life to make up for it. I'm like, you're planning revenge. You don't plan to live. You plan to take out everyone. He didn't live a peaceful life before. He was a I, fucking mercenary. Yeah, yeah. But that, this is his promise to his wife that uh, once he's done this bad stuff, he's going to, you know, make up for everything bad that he's done in his life. Nah, these are not Blah. good people. It's he's like eh. become a Buddhist monk. Exactly. Yeah. None of these guys are good people. No, no, yeah. they're not. So again, plot so lame. They we continue on, and then it sort of flashes to the other guys with the girl. So they're, the, they're the other three like, managed to like. Um, get two out. Of are, two of them are almost out. They, yeah. get, they get to the, um, like, a, a, a gate, and one of the guys catches him. Yeah. Right? And this is a pretty good fight with Tiger. He's, like, moving oh, around. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the one where he, where he runs up the, the, the cage. Yes, this is Michael yeah. Bispeen and, and Tiger. So, Michael Bispeen is one of the uh, higher-build thugs yeah. who you know is probably going to last at the end of the film. He do- and he does. Yeah, and he does. But it is still a good fight. You're right. Yeah. So they do the the old tag team where so uh, well Tony fought the guy last time so now it's my turn Tiger yeah, yeah Tiger's like you guys go I got this yeah. I got but it. it's really good like so there's a lot of there's a lot of Tiger getting picked up but him finding his feet before he gets thrown yeah a lot of him running up walls well that's how he gets out of this fight is he he gets pushed backwards but he runs up the wall and essentially does like a double knee from like up high yeah it's real good yeah and knocks Bispeen to the might ground. actually be my f- Apart That's probably the very last fight sequence. It's probably my favorite fight sequence. That one, yeah, yeah. yeah it was probably my favorite move too—the double yeah. knee, like because he comes up into the air and then just drops two knees into his throat. Effectively, it looks super visceral. Yeah, and I also appreciated Tiger Chan's outfit as well. Respect Tiger Chan, except for your hair. Man, you can't respect that hair. No, that it's, Romulan it's, hair. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. So they escape. Uh, yeah, they escape. And now they're on the run. Now they're running through like the marketplace. And they're not sure where they're going to go, but I think they have the idea that they're going to go to the Chinese embassy. Uh, yeah, no, not, not, not immediately. Yet. They're just sort of running at the moment. And then Scott Atkins comes outside and goes, let's get the van and drives the van around the corner. And then everybody asks Scott Atkins, where's everybody? And they're like, they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> they're really angry. They're all really angry. Scott Atkins is really angry. And yeah. uh, there's this little bit where, like, uh, Michael Bispin is just like, keep telling me what to do. I'm getting really pissed off. It's going, just, just do your job. And I was like, what's the point of that, this yeah. whole scene? Because it shows that the tension is breaking the group apart. <laughs> <laughs> the Backstreet Boys are breaking up. Oh, there's a bit at the end where I thought they were totally going to dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Backstreet's back. All right. Anyway, so, they, um, so they escape. They sort of... We they get chased for a while. There's a few bits in this movie where there's kind of a chase. This is the most boring really chase in the whole world. Yeah, it's like they've got one street and they get to run for a hundred meters. Yeah, they just keep running. Yeah. They're just running. Yeah, and, and they, they don't even zigzag. It's not shot in an interesting way. No, and they and they get away. This and, is like Harry and that Potter was it. and the Deathly Hallows. <laughs> there, there was they like no literally direction. nothing else. <laughs> nothing happens. Nothing happens. No. And then. They spend way too much time on this scene, this chase. Yeah, yeah, and, then, and let's just get to the end of it. At the end of it, um, Atkins gives his gun to the other dudes. Get, get, get in the car. We'll, we'll figure something out. I'll meet you later. I'm just gonna like look around for them. They're looking for guys with machine guns, and then he gets immediately pulled over by a policeman anyway because he's a giant white guy wearing military fatigues. Yeah, that's right. And he has After a gun and his other fucking shootouts. Off. Yes, yes. And here's the the next idiot move. So. Eco comes and intervenes 
in the police holding the gun on the guy and, you know, um, knocks out the policeman and then tries to pretend that he's a mercenary looking for Tiger and Tony Jaa. This was inexplicable. I have no idea why Eco decided to do this. To, first of all, beat up the guard, take his gun and save Scott Adkins and then ingratiate himself with Scott Adkins. I thought, I really thought he was going to beat up that cop and then they were going to have a fight. Yeah. Like, I thought he was going to, this cop will not deny me of my vengeance. Yes. I will beat this cop up and then we will fight. But no. That, that's what I thought as well. And well, I'm like, either just like, perfect. <laughs> he had the gun. Just shoot him. Yeah, just kill shoot him. him. No, we find out that he, Revenge haven't we already two. found out at this point that he wants to kill him by hand, but he loses all fights with hands. But he had the opportunity. Like, I actually thought, uh, I thought, is he after who Scott Adkins is working for? But no, he's always no. maintained he just wants to kill Collins, who is Scott yeah. Adkins. Yeah. So just fucking kill him. Yeah. I don't get it. Unnecessarily complicated. Yeah, so exactly. he ingratiates himself. He's like, I know the streets, baby. I'm a local, even though he's not a local. He's yeah. from Indonesia. I'm a local. Yeah. I'm your short round. I'll take you all through the ins and outs of this city. And then there are literally two scenes before anything else happens in this film of the dude, the white dudes, the, the foreigners, because there is one black guy, <laughs> sitting around having beers and eating like street food. Yes. There's two of them. There's two scenes of that now. And the food does look pretty good, and I kind of wanted to have some. But that's not what needs to be in this film. And both of those scenes involve them sitting around going, blah, 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 blah. And then Michael J. White going, nah, I don't trust that guy. Yeah, yeah Michael J. White's <laughs> the guy who has, he's like, you know, my gut has uh, lasted me a long time. My gut says you're up to something. And I thought it was like they got Scott Adkins starts off going like, who are you? Why should I trust you? And like not long after, immediately he turns and goes. And he hasn't done anything. Yeah. He's literally done nothing except one thing, which is saying, Maybe they'll go to the Chinese embassy. Like, he goes, that's literally the only thing that he does to uh, win these guys' trust. Scott Atkins is like, I see you know how to handle yourself. And I'm like, he didn't even do anything. He beat up a cop from behind. Come on, I Scott. can beat up a cop from behind. Come on, Scott Atkins. Mm. Come on. And I will if I get the chance. Beat a cop from behind. <laughs> Take his keys. Which actually kind of happens in this movie about now. Pretty much. So there's a couple of like sort of like bottle sequences here. So you've got the dudes eating twice. Yes. Eat twice, and then you've also got the guys hiding in a restaurant, and um, and they pull out the some, beers. Yeah, and they, Tony Jaa decides to be does, a chef. Did they, did they do that thing where uh, Michael Bisping he's looking and he's like he comes yeah, in with a gun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just didn't even give. A oh, that, that's not. That even was funny. like a lame scene, so we'll just skip that. It's supposed to be tense, but it's not. Yeah. Well, okay. So this is this scene here. Where I'm going to talk about the Tiger Chan Tony Jaa scene with a girl. This is their like I call it like a home scene. It's not porn. It's not porn, but it's a scene. You made it sound like the the double team enough. No, no, that would be really weird. That would be a weird film. It wouldn't be a film that I would want to watch, especially with Tiger Chen and that fucking haircut. <laughs> this is the home scene. This is a scene where it's kind of like everything is safe now, and they're just gonna have a good time. And then uh, Tony Jaa starts getting stuff together, ingredients. He puts his apron on. I really like Tony Jaa's character in this yeah, film. Yeah, it's a good... He is good. He is probably the only bright spot, and he's still not that great. With, with He's the only one with actual personality. Um, and he's making food, and they're all having beers and having a good time. And I actually don't know what the point of this whole thing is. They're kind it's, of explaining to her how they got to where they are, because she needed an explanation. Everyone needed an explanation, because it didn't make sense. Yeah. It all needs an explanation, number it's one. Exposition. But number two, it also gives you an opportunity for them to form... A bond that isn't entirely about running away. Yeah. They need a chance to have a conversation. Yeah. Um, so that you think they care about each other. But I still and, don't yeah. buy any of it. And then it's at this point that they call the bad guys because they just have their phone numbers. Well, they were hired by the bad guys. 
Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, originally. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Of course, they'd have their phone numbers. That's crazy. <laughs> they still probably haven't defended each other on Facebook. No. Yeah. They still like, last, last last job LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> Work for Colin's but, crew on my, this particular job. My question to this though: They were arrested. They were arrested in the police station in a cell. Yet they have their phones with them the whole time. Did they stop to get their phones before they fled the police station? Did you also notice that when Tiger Chen was taken from his house, he had a shirt? I figured and it underwear. out. What? I figured it out. They're not really calling. They're all using WhatsApp. They're all using <laughs> ah, because yeah, your number's saved. Your number's saved in WhatsApp. Yeah. Yeah. Or, group. or they are all messaging each other off LinkedIn. Mercenary group. Tiger Chen was taken to the police station in his pajamas and somehow ended up with a double dragon outfit when he got to this cell. Yep. They didn't. They didn't. Put him in those clothes. Oh, he found them on a drunk, obviously. Yeah, clearly. Beat the shit out of him. And, yeah. well, I don't yeah. think he needed to beat the shit out of him. He just said, look at my hair. I need yeah. something. Donnie Yen Ice. I need something good. Give me the clothes. Yeah. <laughs> they felt so sorry. Here, take this. Take this. <laughs> I don't know who cut your hair. Did a blind swordsman cut your hair? I don't he Put know. a bowl on his head and just cut around the bowl. <laughs> so... Come on, Tiger Chan. Yeah. So they make a, a, they super, make a weird plan stupid to meet plan. the old polo club at dawn to exchange the girl for a hundred thousand dollars and their freedom yeah. and their freedom. Yeah, I actually because they they tie, uh, what's his name Tony Jar ends up contacting one of his contacts right, and this guy has been in the film before yeah, and he's kind of he's like the shadow. He's a middleman. Yeah, yeah. Like he's speaking to all the all the parties. He's coming. It's he's getting everybody coming and going. He's making money. On every deal. I thought it was going to be a case of like a double-double cross or something, but it wasn't. No. It wasn't at all. No, it's just that they had that set already, so they thought, fuck it, let's use that one. Yeah, he's a... The guy who it is is actually like a, a proper Asian... I've seen him before. Yes. I think he... Was he the bad guy that was in Romeo Must Die? Oh, God, don't go there. Let's just move on. It's okay. not important. Let's anyway, on. they go in, and there's some past with, between Tony Jaa and this dude, and he's like, this guy killed like 12 dudes and went fucking crazy. Oh, Tony Jaa's character. Yeah, we had to kick him out of the thing. He's like, uh, I'm going to cash in my chit like he's in fucking John Wick all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm going to cash in my chit, and you're going to give me everything I need. It's like, all right. Gets his old Vatican and, and coin out. And they turn on the light, and the place is just filled with guns. I did like the story, though, that Tony Jaa, Paiu, is like, his nickname Tempest. is The Tempest. Tempest. Yeah, I was like, oh, that, that's pretty badass. You know, he's like a storm. He fucking fucks everything up that he touches. And I was like, he's just like a happy-go-lucky cook to me in this film. Yeah. Life isn't going great. Well, no, it's not. But at no point did I think Tony Jaa was, was just the, the angel of death. Yeah, or, or was the accidental fuck-up in this yeah. film. Yeah. He's pretty got, got his shit together, mostly. Yeah. Oh, him and Tiger Chen just seem like a bunch... You know what they remind me of? What? They remind me of Ken and Ryu from Street Fighter Movie. Really? Yeah, they're I just bumbling around. Which? Oh, you mean the like the... Jump- John Commander, yeah, yeah. I haven't actually seen it in a good 20 years. Ah, you don't need to. Cool, thanks. Just take my word for it. All right. They just seem like a bunch of guys who are just hanging around. They don't really do yeah. anything. Fair enough. But they just, they're caught up in situations they don't understand. Yeah. They're ex-military, so you'd think that they would be a lot. There is one weird scene that, during this flashback stuff, where Tiger explains why, why he's where he is. Like, there's a dude hanging, he beats up a bunch of guys. I think what happened there is that he, the Devereaux's crew actually went and killed his dad. Okay. That's what I thought. Because he said, um, they took everything from me. Like, they, they got they got, they okay. got me they got well, me back, I essentially. I don't know. I just, there was that one bit, and I'm like, oh, this is a backstory, I don't care. Let's go. Keep yeah. going. Well, he wanted to raise money to get back to China. But then his dad died. Yep. And so, so they all meet up at this point, and he go. One of them goes, "Just hire all that." Like the Atkins goes. Oh, well, hang on, hang on. The reason why 
Pai Yu went to see the middleman to get was a bunch to of guns. Get, get a bunch of guns. And it was a very kind of like, uh, you know, like a movie where they get a lot of guns. It's like a, you know, like a uh, kick-ass or... Commando. Commando or something like that. Like there's walls and walls I of guns. I do really like a gun collecting scene. And I do really like a duffel bag full of guns. Yeah, but they don't do any of that. They don't arm the guns. They just show the guns. And oh, she is constantly, she is constantly lo- like uh, getting her gun ready. Oh yeah, she's cocking it. She's, she's cocking it yeah. continually. Yeah. Like she must have gone through seven bullets as they all <laughs> just falling out the floor. Yeah. yeah. Every time she loads one in the chamber, one goes out. I love it, Tony Jaa. It's like stop doing that. You're wasting bullets. Because Tony Jaa, it's it's Tiger Chan. So the 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 I don't know ruse, I guess, is that Tiger Chan is going to trade the girl for money and freedom, and uh, and Scott Atkins is like, fuck it, let's do it. And, but Let's it, just kill them all, though. We're lying. <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to hire a bunch of local mooks. We're going to set them up because we always need extra people for people to kill in these situations. So we'll set up, all right? Yeah, all right, all right. Go all on, right, go on. Yeah, up. I'm hearing you. Set up. Yeah. And then they'll die. And then we'll have to have fisticuffs at the end, eh? Oh, steady on, geezer. Steady on, geezer. <laughs> Even though we've got lots of guns. Uh, yeah. And, and what I won't do, I, I won't shoot them as soon as they walk into the middle of everyone with the guns. No, no, no. I'll that, sit there and talk to them nah, for five minutes. You're having a laugh. you gotta, you got to just watch Stir it. In. Stir it up. Yeah. Yeah, you just watch these guys. you got to have a chat. Yeah. And you also got to get a silencer. Yeah, gotta, that's right. That's you right. Gotta, on a machine gun. And you yeah. got to walk around like no one can hear that shit. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Anyway. That was fun. That was all right. That was all right. Terrible accents. Uh, that was the point. Is Scott Atkins British or is he American? No, he's, a, he's British. He's, he's British. British. He does a pretty good Russian accent in uh, Boyka Undisputed. But in this film, I was going to say his accent seems kind of like buttoned on, but shit, if he's actually British. <laughs> it might be a fake Brit. Like, there's a lot of accents in Britain. Oh, okay. It might be a fake Brit. Nah, that's his, that's his real sad accent. Is it really? Because Michael oh, Bisping's kind of, he speaks more like a geezer, whereas yeah. Scott Atkins speaks more kind of like a... Cockney. He sounds like a little yeah. bitch, though. A toff, or I don't know yeah, what you call it. Yeah. Um, so He's from they... Chelmsford, yeah? yeah. From Chelmsford. <laughs> you little chav. Yeah. Fuck ya. <laughs> you little chav. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to pop your collar at me. All right, let's keep going with the yeah, British so, accents. No, no we're not. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they, um, they, they go into this room and Paiu's killing all the dudes around. All the mooks. He kills yes. all the mooks. There's no real point in having the mooks except for having a scene badly shot where he kills these eight people. With a silence, like, yeah. or what is it, like a fucking M4 or something like that? Yeah, like, yeah, something like that. M4, M14, something like that. He's all right. Like, I think, I would think that the silenced M4, people would be able to hear that. Well, they definitely would. Yeah. They would have had, uh, there was uh, one scene where he, like, cracks the dude's neck yes. with a gun instead of shooting him and stuff. And he rolls down some stairs. Yeah. You yeah, would like, think that Paiu, the angel of death, would be able to dispatch with soldiers a little bit more efficiently than just mm. using, like, a high-powered machine gun. Well, it kills eight people. And if he's, if he's, like, top high score is 12, that's not too bad. That's all right. They weren't all headshots, though, so. No. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's enough. And to then the, 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 the one time guys. when he actually has to shoot at the main bad guys, he immediately misses. He took the silencer. I don't, I don't understand why he shoot took the further. silencer off. Oh, you can shoot further with the silencer off? You've got more. You've, your aim's better. Range. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but going back to it, though, he's, the room's not that big. Just, no. Yeah. No. Did he earn enough money for attachments? You know, like a dot yeah. scope or something like that? Maybe, no, but, but Scott did. Mr. Yeah. Oh, Scott Atkins, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, got yeah. one. Yeah. He's he, got all the money. Yeah, he's got... Well, not that much. He's always like, we don't have much money left. Scrounge what you got. Scrounge eight <laughs> scrounge dudes up. Scrounge what you got, yeah. I actually thought he was going to scrounge the money for the ransom, but yeah. no, it's just get shooters. 
Yeah. So I know what the fuck you shoot is, big. At this point, what obviously Stop sucking hap- my dick when I'm sleeping. <laughs> so I what... Don't, oh, well, that's what to do. <laughs> I don't know. They just come across as a gay couple. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> An angry, steroidal gay couple. <laughs> fucking look at me when I fuck you, geezer. <laughs> so what obviously happens here is... There's three bad guys and three good guys. They all split off into their individual fights. Yep. Uh, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, so at this point, um, why, what's his name in the movie? D starts with D. Dion. Tiger D- Chen. Devereaux. 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 Devereaux and um, uh, Jacka go, oh, it's time to fight. And he's like, I was right the whole time. He's like, yeah, yeah you're yeah. right the whole time. But then he shoot, like, Then Jacka shoots all of his... He has a, like a... M- Machine gun. Uh, yeah, he's like an AK or something. And he shoots all the bullets into the ground. Yeah, to prove that he's a badass. And he's yeah, to prove him. that he's a badass. And then... Instantly loses this fight. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because Michael J. White is like two feet taller than him and also like three times thick. Yeah, and so he just he just punches it. Like, but the thing is, the other guy, like, uh, Jacka doesn't even... Like, he gets a couple of hits on a knee and an elbow and something like that, but he doesn't even get close to hurting him. No, no. And he just gets the crap kicked out of him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Michael J. White was like... Uh, it didn't last that long, and then he's on top of him choking him out, right? Yeah. Yeah, choking a fool. Yeah, and then does Tiger save him or does... Tony Jaa. Uh No, it's Tony J. Ja- no, no. Tony Jaa's fighting Scott Adkins, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Tony Jaa's fighting Scott. It's, it's Tiger Chen. Actually, yeah, because Tiger Chen is... He comes in and he helps um, Eco. Yeah, and- but he's... Okay, so that's what happens. So that fight's going on, but then it cuts to Tiger's fight. Tiger's fighting whatever his name is. No, Tiger goes up. You're talking about Tony downstairs with... No, Tony... Okay. Tony the Tiger... Yeah, Tony the Tiger. Is not what we're talking about. No. Tony Jaa is fighting Scott Adkins. Yes. Uh, Tiger is fighting the blonde dude. The blonde, oh. the blonde English man. Oh, okay, yeah. Yep. Michael he hits Bistin. him with a. That's a good, pretty good fight. Oh, he yeah, He hits yeah, him with right. a brick. Yeah. And then while that's going on, it sort of it, during that it cuts back to uh, Jacker's fight, and he run, he's able to. He sees ah, it and yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He yeah. adds his little bit, and then they kill him by ramming a stake through your heart like he's a vampire. That fight between Tiger Chen and Michael Bispin takes a little time. And- but gets going as good. But the thing is that Tiger never really feels like a threat. No. Because he's so little. Yeah. And Michael even goes, not bad for a little man. And, uh, and Tiger's just doing his like Tai Chi thing. People don't remember that bricks can hurt everybody. Well. Your, your skull is only so thick. When he picks up the cinder block and fucking nails him in the head and his head kind of slow motion shakes, I was like, wow, that's a pretty big hit. Um, but he doesn't die, does he? He gets it knocked out. just knocks out. him out. Yeah. Because yeah, he gets up later. He does get up later. And that's when Tiger he goes up. He also probably has massive brain trauma. He may not be dead right now. Yeah. But he's probably lost. He's probably a four-year-old now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's regressed so Tiger then he goes up to help uh, Eco mm-hmm. um, and he finds Michael J. White and he goes he, he attacks Michael while he he's stops Michael's just about to kill Eco yeah yeah. and he kicks him off um, and then Michael and Tiger they don't really have a fight I think Michael just ends up throwing no, him over there I'm no. almost certain that there is a contract where in, in White's contract it says he can't be beaten up he can't be beaten up because he, he essentially falls on a spike yes that's how he dies accidentally yeah. no one beats him he falls on a spike I love that conversation he's like no one's gonna believe people can beat me <laughs> it has to be an accident I have to fall over and land on a hard brick or something yep and they're just like but just go with us Michael and he's like no you want me in this film I have to die I gotta be here <laughs> on my terms I gotta die of unnatural causes that's right I can't lose a fight and then uh, Eco. I'm not sure how he does it, but he manages to maybe just trips him. And yeah, he lands backwards. Like they're all stumbling around. Well, it's yeah. it's more of a 
So he he throws Tiger down the stairs, and as he's turning around, Eco sort of jumps on him, and they he jostle sort of a bit and pushes him, and yeah. then they just sort of fall off each other, and he happens to fall on the spike thing, and yep. he dies, that's and right. that's how you kill Spawn. That's right, and then we get <laughs> we actually go to the fight with um, Collins and. Uh, Piao, Piao. I keep going with this British accent. Piao. No, I'm not going to do it. Uh, Paiu. <laughs> no, Paiu. Uh, he, that, and that. So they've been shooting at each other. Yeah, they have. But now they're both out of ammo, pretty much. Uh, oh, uh, Paiu does get nailed in the arm. Yes, but yes. that doesn't seem to bother him at all. No, he shakes it off. Yeah, he shakes <laughs> like, it off. Like a real man does, unlike Jacker. Yeah. He gets shot in the arm and is fucking winded for two days. Yeah, he's bitching. Yeah. yeah. So He's not and the this tempest, fight is though. good. This fight is not. It's not the best fight. It's not the most inventive. But there are cool flips and shit. I love that Scott Adkins is so goddamn agile for a man of his size. He is spinning around like fucking he does front somersault kicks. Yeah, yeah. It's like, pretty good. He is just he, all over the place. The the disparity here though, and I said this to Nathan when we were watching it. He's so dominant over Tony in that first sequence, and basically. Wipes the floor with him. Yeah. Then goes, knocks him out and leaves him there. Goes downstairs to kill the girl, only to be interrupted. He doesn't just beat him there. Isn't that the same bit where he fights him and Jacker and Tony Jaa uh, not, not yet. So, so oh, Tony yes. Jaa is fighting Scott Adkins. And uh, this is funny because Tony Jaa is fighting him and he's losing. And then he, He's about he, to get killed. He, he stands up and, he's, he, and Scott Adkins is like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And Tony Jaa is like, you're always talking. Talk, talk, talk. And then, like, within a couple of moves, Scott Adkins does, like, a step-behind sidekick, fucking puts him through a brick wall. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, like, Tony Jaa looks fucking dead because he's just been kicked through a brick wall. And I was like, man, you just had, a, like, a really cool one-liner and then you just lost. Yeah. That's not and how then, one-liners work. And then Eco comes along and starts fighting him and he gets his ass handed to him, like, yeah. almost immediately. And he gets smacked through the balustrade down onto, like... The floor. the floor. Yeah, that's right. Down below. Where the girl is. Where, Where the, the girl, girl is. Like, oh, no. Who still hasn't run away, even no. though everybody's been busy. Yeah. Yes. And the other point we were making, why bring her there in the first place for the exchange? Doesn't really need to happen. Just go there and shoot up What you face. should have done at that point is said, we're, me- we're going to meet you at the thing, knowing the bad guys will obviously try and set up an attack, and that's when you go to the embassy. Ah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, see, yeah. exactly. You should have written this movie. Um, when I write, th- when I write things, nothing bad happens. No, that's right. Everyone, everything oh, turns out okay. I've got a secret key to this haunted house. Well, we're not going there during the night time. <laughs> we're just going to go there during the day. Uh, Nathan's adventures where nothing happens, right. but everyone lives. Everybody dies of colon cancer. Uh, old 90. age. So, they fight each other. So, there's a two-on-one fight. They both still lose really badly. Then yes. he goes downstairs. He goes pulls, to shoot the girl. Pulls, pulls a gun. Yes, right. He's Tiger got a gun. jumps, finally wakes up from being knocked out from Michael J. White, runs down the stairs, across the floor, jumps in the way of the one bullet that he happens to have left in his giant the machine one gun. one bullet. And it happens to hit him in the arm, of course, because yeah. can't hit him anywhere else. Falls to the floor. He's like... Now, mad bullets. What am I going to do? I did like. What am I going to do? I did I'm going like, to have to kill you with my bare hands. I did oh, like, wait. I've got another gun in my fucking holster that I never pull out. Scott Atkins does have like a little temper tantrum. Like he throws the gun on the floor. He goes, fuck's sake. <laughs> you know, oh, of all the things that happen. And I then did. and then we're like, Tony Jar gets up and walks across the floor and decides to have another fight. Except unlike the fight just 
literally a minute ago where he had his ass handed to him. He and starts nothing actually bad has happened to to, to Ad- Adkins at all yet. At all. No. He hasn't got he hasn't got hit some stairs. He hasn't yeah. got beaten up hands. or anything. <laughs> he's actually had a chance to catch his breath. Uh, yeah, yeah. He might have pulled a muscle or something. Maybe that's why he's like not as good as he was. Or before. Maybe, maybe he he done hurt his hip while he was doing that yelling fuck. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Mm. Because apparently getting kicked in the head through a brick wall makes you more strong. Well, it makes Tony Jaa stronger because he's the tempest. Well, yeah, and so they fight, and, he, and this time Tony Jaa. Maybe he's a, I, well. Maybe it, he's a super saiyan, and he does, gets stronger every time he gets defeated. Does Eco? Is that how it works? No, is that how, no, I don't know. It, does Eco? Man, we're going to get in trouble with those nerds. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> is, does Eco fight in this fight? Does he help out in this fight? No, nah. because there's a couple of scenes where Scott Atkins throws somebody into somebody else, and. No, nah, basically, no. Tiger and Eco are fucked up on yeah. the floor. Yeah, Tiger looks to try and get up, but his arm is just giving him too much grief. No. I wouldn't move either if my head was on that chick's lap. That's <laughs> all right, which is pretty cute. I don't know. She got a good lap. I'd be like, fuck that fight. Scott Atkins is huge. So they, they fight. He loses. Then Blondie wakes up, runs into the room. She shoots him. Did you just, did you just like one sentence yeah, death fuck Scott it, I'm Atkins? Done. I'm done with that fight. It's boring. He, he gets knifed twice yeah, in the chest. Yeah, there's some... Oh, two, that is there fun. was two in the chest. It, yeah. was, it was nice. The blood pissing out of his mouth. He, uh, like, yeah, Tony Jaa reverses his knife at one point. Uh, stabs him. Stabs him with his own knife. And, and then, then he pulls pu- out his own knife that he's had this whole time. Yeah, that he never used. That he never used. And then he stabs him in the chest again. It's like, you're always talking. <laughs> talk, talk, talk. Yeah. He does stop Scott Atkins' knife with his hand. Yeah, yeah, he's got a bloody hand now. Yeah, yeah. And that's the end of that. Well, Scott Atkins is dead. Yeah, that's the end of the film. Actually, it's not not exactly the end of the film because there's a weird bit sort of before the end where they come and get helped by the police. Yeah, because the police no longer want them for some reason. Yeah. They, they come, well, everybody who thought they'd done a crime is now dead in the other police station. So we assume these are completely different police. Yeah. This is true. Uh, they, they don't have police records. That's right. Oh, they yeah. burnt them all. These crimes are wiped. wiped. But what's that was when they the got scene, their mobile phones as well. What's weird about this scene is she leaves with Tony Jaa's character, but earlier on, the whole point that she... The whole like setup for them her later on with these people is that she's going to help Tiger get back to China. Well, hang on. Doesn't she leave with all three of them? No. She no. specifically leaves with Tony Jaa. Oh, Okay. So she, she and Tony Jaa walk away, like, sort of helping each Towards other. Towards the car. The other two are just sitting there on the bridge still. I'm like, that wasn't even the guy you were going to help. <laughs> like, what the hell? Poor Tiger. Know. The Poor Tiger? Yeah. I, the, the one scene that I was just like... Because the three of them are hanging out, and they're, they're like, telling terrible jokes, and they're just kind of like... It's like one of those freeze-frame moments where they're like, yeah, we're friends now. Yeah. Oh, that bit where they're walking towards the yeah. camera. And I was like, that's where I thought they were going to do a dance. <sighs> dun, dun, dun. I would love to see another film, but maybe a better one with, <laughs> with the three of them. With the three of them. Um, and that's the end of Triple Threat. Yep. There's a lot of moves I'd like to do in this, but I want you to go first so I don't steal them. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, well, when, what, it should be Triple Threat when you can sing, dance, and act. But uh, in this, anyway, that's a terrible joke. And no one can act. speak bad English, mildly act, and hit people real hard. There's a, a, the one move that I'm thinking of that I would like to do. Scott Adkins does this move where he, uh, I think he actually jumps off somebody's knee and he does uh, a 360 degree spin mm-hmm. and just fucking nails somebody in the and face. And lands well. And, and lands well. Like the dude is just grace. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd love to be able to do that. Mikey? I'm, I'm going to go with Tiger's flip off the wall over and then the double knee to oh, the double throat. knee. Well, that's good too. Yeah, do do taking, this at taking home. Taking a lot of good ones here. 
I think I'm going to go with a grenade launcher to the chest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just squibs and gl- jibs and... Yeah. Ah, that's it. Superpower. Yeah. Don't make me do this even though my righteous anger means I should be doing it anyway. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. Um, this movie wasn't that bad, but it wasn't great. It's like a 5 out of 10. A 5 out of 10? It was okay. There were bits of it that I was like, this could be worse, this could be better. But um, yeah. Well, I already said what my stunt was, the most painful stunt in the film. It was uh, that fucking filing cabinet in the back. <sighs> yeah. Hail to the stuntman, but it was actually yeah. probably Tony Jaa. It, pro- <laughs> it probably was Tony Jaa. It was either that or the stunts that he did in the ring with no clothes on. Yeah, that was also painful. Yeah. Did you think, how much, how much do you think they pay to make that ring every night when they do those fights? Because that got destroyed in both of those fights. Oh, the actual walls and shit? Yeah. yeah. Ah, they probably just put it back together. They probably just put it back together. Yeah. Anyway, eh. that was triple threat. Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, we haven't had any mail so far. We have had a few new likes. Asian Action Cast is becoming more active on Twitter. That's good. Yeah, if you follow us on Twitter, I'm making terrible jokes. Uh, follow, like, appreciate. We're also on Spotify now, I think. Oh, yeah, Spotify. That's right. How do you find us on Spotify, Nathan? Uh-huh. Do you just go on to Spotify, Spotify and, and look up Asian Action Cast? Asian so Action Cast. We're in the podcast. They have a podcast section because they bought a whole bunch of podcasts. Damn. Yeah. So we are present everywhere. Most places. On Facebook, Instagram. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.